Hello and welcome to the Soulful Event Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Raquel, and I'm joined today by Andreas and Uni, who will be doing Tarot and Astrology of September 2019 with me. If you enjoy this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and share this episode out with your networks. All right, let's jump into this. First thing I wanted to do was do a quick recap of July. It was an intense month. Kind of was, I got to say. So we had two <laughs> eclipses happening, and then we also had that Mercury retrograde. How yeah. was that month for you guys? Mercury retrograde has become a very funny thing, and every time it's here, there's always so much more growth. With the eclipses, being in a water sign and being in cancer season was really powerful, I thought, and just felt like kind of ripping any wounds that you had open and then jumping into August, kind of being forced to face them and heal them or begin healing them. I think some people did get to jumpstart the healing process in July, but a lot of people that I've talked to, their July was very much the open wound. So what tarot card did you pull for July, Yumi? For July, I had pulled the Hermit, actually, and I found it funny because for myself, at least, I had felt the sensation of having to come in to kind of like, like come back into yourself, bringing it home in order to figure out how to move forward from that like how are you going to attack it what's your game plan moving forward it's funny that cancer season is in summer and it's like (laughs) everybody has all these invitations there's so much going on there's so much hustle and bustle it's very social time and yet there's this like strong innate desire to retreat yeah yeah introspection i think that's interesting about the hermit card and uh, how it relates to to that month you know you think of water you think of uh the sign of cancer being an emotional sign you know water water runs deep and so that introspection time is very important to to kind of regain that sense of self you know to then propel forward into the next fiery season that comes in of of the next sign and and wanting to be outgoing and extroverted so it's a very important time i think to acknowledge yeah and those are polar opposites too cancer and leo they bleed together and yet they're so different Mm -hmm. and in august just jumping into that quickly to recap uh what we had going on in august it was just a highly powerful month there all the wounds were open and revealed and Mm. i I feel for me, at least personally, that I had to start taking action and it may be right away. I didn't do that. But as the month went on, I took more and more action and kind of stepped into my power and was faced with situations that created growth and transformation. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. August, uh, you know, representing the fire sign and having that flow to it. It's like I always think of the opposites that that come up. That is a a powerful time to find yourself, but also find the balance of others and company and hanging out with others. And so that opposite sign of Aquarius definitely brings out that more social humanitarian side. And Leo just being a very playful energy, I think it kind of brought us out of our shell from that hermit time that we were just talking about. Yeah. And we had some significant um, astrological events happen in August as well. We had the 8-8 Lionsgate, which comes around annually on the 8th of August every year. But on that same day, we had Venus forming a trine to Jupiter. And Venus, you can think of that as, you know, your love language and and your relationships forming a trine, which is a very positive aspect with Jupiter, which is all about abundance. So it was really a supercharged day. And for me, thinking back on that day, I remember I like hardly slept the night before. And I just woke Mm. up and I, 
I woke up and I was like, I'm tired. And then I just had this thought was like, but I could choose not to be tired. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to choose not to be tired. And I just kind of spent the rest of the day supercharged and just had this like abundance of energy that definitely was not accessible to me in July. (laughs) (laughs) You can see that. I can relate for sure. Definitely. Um, Moving into August, I really felt that light charge to kind of move forward and just get stuff get the ball rolling with a lot of things i remember just even moving in straight into august i got more done in the first three days than i did in the previous month well jupiter surely went direct as well on the 11th yeah. um, and you were just talking about jupiter so that definitely gave us the energy to propel forward and jupiter had been retrograde since the springtime i think it was back in april is when it went retrograde so it's been a while that that planet has been sleeping, but it's in its own home sign. So right now we're experiencing an event that happens once every 12 years, give or take. Jupiter being in its home sign of Sagittarius is so powerful, but I think a lot of people hadn't been feeling that power until August 11th when Jupiter stationed direct. Sure. And on that same day, we had another astrological event, which affects the both of you two. Hmm. Uh, very directly because you're both Aquarius Mm -hmm. and that is our ruling planet. Yeah. Uranus going retrograde. Right. So one thing is uh, getting out of retrograde and the other planet is going into it, you know, and that's just kind of how life is, you know, all these different things, all these different aspects. And I think uh, that's, that's what we're here to discuss. So how can we uh, move forward using the energies and going with the flow and going with the changes, right? Absolutely. The Uranus retrograde, I mean, we're at the very beginning of it still here in September, but Uranus being such a rebellious planet that creates massive change, I think we're going to spend this retrograde period, which is about six, six, eh, is it four and a half months or six months? Till January, right? Yeah. Next year? Yeah. So not right in there. Um, a handful January of months. January 10th. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to have that time to kind of make some edits. And that's how I see a lot of these retrogrades like we did with Mercury retrograde is like editing You know, how are you talking to yourself? How are you talking to other people? How are you writing your story, (laughs) the life that you're living? But Uranus is very much like what systems need to be broken? You know, Mm -hmm. what needs to be changed? What piece of the rebel inside of you should be given the car keys? (laughs) And which one shouldn't (laughs) as well? Well, to say, you know, uh, retrograde, I think I just want to throw it out there. That that phase, I guess, can very easily have a slightly negative connotation to it. But besides that, I think retrograde phases are perfect for introspection, perfect for, like you were saying, reevaluating, reassessing. How do we want to change the narrative? How do we want to show up? You know, and with Uranus being that planet responsible of so much spontaneous kind of, you know, abrupt movement, I think it being retrograde gives us the chance to play it safe a little bit. Realize that we don't have to be so crazy or so dramatic or so rebellious. We can bring it in a little bit. We can kind of hone in our abilities to know how we want to move forward after this this retrograde phase. I love that. Mm-hmm. I actually had pulled um, the tower card for the month of September and a lot of those themes are in that about having to reevaluate those systems like seeing where you may not be living to your fullest potential because you're caught up in a part of you that isn't really authentic like questioning all these like systems that you've had in place for so long and being able to allow like these new things to flow into your life I love that and I'm curious what card did you pull for August uh the chariot Interesting. How do you feel that that played into that kind of powerful transformational month that we had in August? I felt like it really asked me to kind of step up to the plate to bring it 
where the previous month it was more about kind of this nesting and resting like finding this like home to root down and rise up it's like this is more about taking charge and be and taking the lead what are you going to allow what are you not going to allow and how are you going to move forward to make this thing happen mm. my understanding of the chariot is that it has to do with opportunity is that correct coming towards it I, I think yes though you could say like moving towards it there's a changing landscape in front of you and you may not know what the like variables that are shifting in the landscape are but as long as you have your eyes on the goals you can move forward and circumvent anything that comes along the way that may be blocking you or preventing you from reaching that because you're seeing it far up ahead so if you see the target and keep your eyes on it you can navigate the landscape in order to get to it no matter what may come that way and maybe sideswipe you you can avoid it hmm interesting so chariot i think chariot and i mean as far as just like the visual image i get you know direction i think and i think about virgo you know that going into a little bit more of like structure a little bit more of a of a desire for organization you know for for getting the little practical things done that make up the day that make up the weeks that make you feel productive you know and have you feel driven enough to want to remain in that direction so yeah i i can see how that is so perfect as far as the cards roll out you know going from introspection to playfulness to then practicality and and trying to find purpose in the everyday tasks that we have at hand that can give us more direction can give us more sense of value or sense of worth yeah and virgo season which mm -hmm. is now upon us is very much get organized in order to execute the things but at the same time with you saying that you pulled the tower for september my interpretation of that or what i hear from that is you can organize everything you want but a fire is still gonna burn your shit to the ground <laughs> if it gets started so and I think that the tower, for me at least, for many years, it has been, and I don't think it's fair anymore to say this, but for many years it was my least favorite card. And every time I got it, I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> There's like people falling out of this tower. They're on fire. People are dying. Like my interpretation of it was so negative. And now I've really readjusted and like recalibrated what I think of that card. And I do see it as an opportunity to create a new mm -hmm. and to make big changes. So I think that the tower really bleeds into September being a month about making radical empowered changes in mm -hmm. your life to uplift yourself. Jumping into astrological ahead for September and we'll continue weaving in some tarot aspects throughout this. Um, we're just gonna give a light overview of some of the main things. There's so many aspects happening in September, if we went over all of them, those, this would be like a multi-day podcast episode <laughs> that would definitely put you to sleep. But just to make it accessible and easy for everybody to understand whether you speak astrological terms or not, be able to keep you along with us. So kind of starting out with the month, we have Venus, which is in Virgo, forming a trine with Saturn, which is in Capricorn. And Mercury in Virgo, forming a trine with Uranus and Taurus. The interesting thing ab about that, we have Saturn is, has been in Capricorn. And that's a home home planet, home mm -hmm. sign scenario going on. That just right out the gate, the very first day has a lot of luck to it and a lot of shine to it because we have trines happening. And when a trine happens, it's a very positive aspect. So my interpretation of that is the very first week starting out this month, we are supported to get going and make the moves. We spent July 
planting the seeds or ripping open the wounds and figuring out what needs to change. We spent August looking into the mirror, having to face and maybe even start making some of the changes. And now here we are in September and I think we can really put our nose to the grindstone and start to take action on some of the changes that have been brought to our attention. Mm. Well, definitely. And with that last week of August, having been all those changes into, you know, into that transition, uh, so many of those personal planets now entering a new sign, entering and preparing us to move into this new month. I think that starts off that first week of, of the new month with so much support, you know, like you said, to, to just propel forward, to move with it all, with this new energy, new earth energy driven to get it done. Powerful earth energy change, <laughs> welcoming change. That's our theme for the month for Affirmation Destination. Is it? Welcoming change. Mm. I think it's so true. And when we approach change as something that's welcome, everything shifts. Mm. Amen. Aho. <laughs> <laughs> well, even in the month of September, you have the equinox coming. So change that's is upon right. us. That's right. And the equinox is after the full moon in Pisces. Mm. So let's talk about the full moon in Pisces and then let's jump into the equinox because that's coming in hot right after the full moon in Pisces, which is going to be on the September 13th, 14th. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I have a calendar here. No, it's on the 13th, 13th okay. for us. But, you know, if you're listening to this and you're in a different time zone. Sure. Happy full moon in on the 14th. Yeah. Full moon blessings. So full moon in Pisces, that's also water. So we have, again, another like water theme going on. To me, full moon in Pisces is is about continued transformation, which I think was a huge theme in August. And what I'm seeing astrologically being the themes for September is building on that and, and opening ourselves up to expansion. Pisces is boundaryless. It is the water sign that's mutable. It's adaptable. It's changeable. It is open to new ideas and receiving new ideas. And it's just the water that flows through. Mm. It is consciousness mm. itself. It's ruled, you know, by Neptune. It's a very powerful time, I think, to have a full moon in Pisces. And with the equinox coming up soon afterwards, we're going to feel a very strong urge to make the releases that maybe we've carried on and held on to over the summer. Hmm. Yeah, Pisces, the visionary, the big dreamer. I think it's a great time to kind of process what we've been going through and, and make a beautiful picture out of that. Paint a new vision, you know, allow ourselves to embrace the emotions, to be able to use that as motivation to create and take the color out of the experiences that we've had to continue to create this painting. It's a great balance with that water energy in addition to that that Virgo energy, you know, allowing for ourselves to embrace all of that, that dreaming world, but bring it into practical matters, allowing it to, to be the magic that we experience in everyday activities and good, a good polarity from the self and from the, uh, the other experiencing outside of ourselves. Mm, the mm. universe experiencing itself. Mm, love it. Yeah. I mean, a full moon's not the best time to go stargazing. And yet <laughs> the full moon Pisces makes me want to go stargazing. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now and it's early in September, you should go stargazing because it's still summertime and you're closer to the new moon right now. So it would be a really great time to go check out some stars and get ready for that full moon. And if you're listening to this closer to the full moon, it's time to let that shit go, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's always true for full moons. Like, what are you holding on to? And I think 
when it comes to the summer seasons and just the very powerful, strong eclipse season that we all experienced in Cancer in July, you might be surprised at what you're still holding on to. And it's okay to to have that introverted moment. I think full moons, people are, think about being active and going out and doing things. And like, if that's the vibe that you have, go do it. But at the same time, it's like totally okay to just become the water, <laughs> take <Definitely>. a bath, <laughs> you know, or go skinny dipping, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, because you are made out of water, so the moon obviously affects you. So if you listen to the vibration that that's carrying for you, then you should definitely do that. And uh, also with the tower, I feel like after the tower has fallen, there has to be something that comes in to fill in those cracks. And I think that's mm. the perfect opportunity for this personal transformation to take place. And how is that like bleeding in and how are you allowing that to like restructure and recalibrate these aspects of yourself moving forward into the new season? All the lessons from the summer being carried into the fall so that when the fall comes, you have this time of kind of like less activity. Everyone's inside indoors. You can use that to harness uh whatever you have collected during the summer and like put that into action for you during these more homebody type months yeah i totally feel that and i do want to talk about the equinox because i think that's going to be a very powerful time for us but before we jump into that i think we do have to address that saturn is going to be going direct and that is on the 18th of september and it's saturn's been i say sleeping <laughs> during a retrograde um, that's just my astrological lingo but it has been quote sleeping in retrograde since the end of april which was really close you know about a month off from the spring equinox so it's interesting mm. how the saturn retrograde period kind of aligns almost with the spring and the fall equinox and i think that there is a balance between those two events sure saturn going yeah. direct into what was uh what's saturn in right now what sign is that in Saturn is in Capricorn. So again, we have another home sign, home planet hmm. situation going on. So Saturn's got a lot of power to it right now. It's transiting through Capricorn and it's going to be there until March of 2020, almost on the day of the spring equinox, which again is an interesting parallel. There's a powerful connection between Saturn and the equinoxes right now that I'm seeing. What I know of Saturn, I think things that maybe limit us and yeah. or we feel pressured by, whether it be socially or just personally. So with it finally going direct and with it having been in a sign of Capricorn where it's you know, a very task oriented kind of a force or an energy. That's going to be a wonderful feeling to have that mm. same week where so many other things are transitioning. I mean, the week of the 14th into the 18th, Mercury goes into Libra, Venus goes into Libra, yes. Saturn going direct after the full moon. So much has been revealed. Full moons are a perfect time to let things present themselves with more clarity and so much changes. I think Libra is a powerful sign of balance and mm. uh, harmony. And I think and with beauty. Yeah. And and yeah, and creativity and expression of love and unity. And, and that week with Saturn going direct, that'll allow for that pressure to be lifted. You know, maybe that pressure that we felt with figuring out our, our tasks and our jobs and our this and just letting it kind of free flow from that moment with so much creativity moving forward. Thinking about a retrograde period as a revision period and having had Saturn be retrograde for about four and a half months, this is a time to ask yourself, what lessons have you learned in those last four and a half months? And they probably have to do with limitations that have been placed on you by yourself or by society. 
structures that maybe don't serve you that you were operating within, maybe even just like a routine that you have that's not working for you. Mm. What lessons have you learned? And I'm thinking like tough lessons too. Sure. Saturn tends to be tougher lessons. So yeah. if there's something that was really hard <laughs> that you had <laughs> to face in the last like four or five months, that's probably the thing that you really need to be focusing on now is Saturn's going direct. Mm. And if you haven't made any moves to make the changes that are necessary, the universe is supporting you to start making those changes. And also like you need to start making those changes, mm. which might be kind of hard to hear. Where are you ready to reclaim your power in your life? Uh, Saturn teaches us lessons about karma, time, limitations like we talked about, and even past lives if you're into that and entertain mm. that idea. There might even be some powerful past life wisdom that's coming through for mm. you. You might even feel like a supercharge on that day on the 18th when Saturn goes direct that there's some parallel or maybe you meet a person and you're like, wait a second. We've <laughs> met before. <laughs> this is kind of weird. You know, this, those are the types of energy that we're leaning into right now. And it can be a tough pill to swallow. But like you said, I think it's going to feel like a release. Definitely. Mm -hmm. boundaries is another thing that comes up when i think of saturn too and i think personally mm -hmm. that's been a huge thing is acknowledging that you didn't have boundaries and learning how to create healthy boundaries or maybe realizing where boundaries could have been misunderstood or mistaken as a limitation and mm -hmm. and kind of allowing that ability to transmute the understanding of what you want to be a, a boundary or what could perhaps be a healthier boundary that you're now implementing that took you some time took you those months of introspection and going out and also reassessing and reevaluating to now be there as far as, as as that saturn idea goes for me with some personal things i've gone through learning those boundaries has been a perfect opportunity for me to want to go back out in the world and let go of who i once was for who i want to become yeah create space yeah, beautiful. I totally resonate with that. And if you're not making the necessary boundary changes in your life, then that tower burning down might feel harsher Yeah. to you. Yeah. I think we're all starting to experience early energy shifts of Saturn returns. And, yeah. and, you know, what an interesting time to be experiencing this where we can see mm. within our own groups, our own friends, how we're experiencing breaking out of our shells and limitations and learning how to step up for ourselves and, and creating new boundaries and feeling empowered through our environment. You know, that's just the Aquarian age that we're in right now. And that's what Saturn is going to go into next is Aquarius. It's like collectively we're healing on such mm. a large level. Yeah, absolutely. Nicely said. I do think it is important for us to talk about the autumn equinox. When I think of the equinox, I think of it as a harvest time. But I also think of it as a planting time because mm. there's a connection between the two, right? So just like the solstices have connections, the equinoxes have connections. And with the Saturn transit, it kind of aligns in a strange way as well. So we're getting some extra support from the universe to point us towards like, hey, if it's the equinox, if it's September 23rd and you're listening to this and you don't feel like you're making a harvest in your life, you need to get in the dirt and plant some seeds. Mm-hmm. And then you can harvest those in the spring. Yeah. But, but I think that people are having more harvest than maybe they realize. Because even if you have a, a radical thought that shifts your perspective, that's a harvest. Mm -hmm. Because people take years to change their mind on things. And that is definitely what the tower is all about, too. And I feel if you are not receptive to allowing that those revelations to come through, as scary as they may be, you may be fighting the change, which is 
not really beneficial to you but when you allow it kind of brings more ease into your life and maybe it allows you to acknowledge and take in these lessons for yourself and apply them moving forward into the next season when like uh what's the the freedom of being able to also kind of let go let go of the need of control and like knowing that you're creating from a beautiful space so like i don't know if you guys have can relate or have ever had moments where you've experienced like an empowering realization or just this feeling of release that you try to conceptualize and hold on to like wait what was it that i learned and then you remember it's okay because I planted that seed as that thought was happening. You know, mm. it's trusting in, in where your thoughts are creating from. You know, we've done a lot of the introspective work to be able to trust ourselves and trust in what we're creating with, with these thoughts. And if we can admit that maybe we haven't put that much effort or intention, then this is a perfect time. You know, the equinox, this being a time of harvesting, living meaningfully and, and wanting to create for ourselves and for each other and for the world for the world for the world absolutely i think it'd be awesome to share any rituals or things that you guys like to do for the equinox i know we're ahead of the equinox right now recording this but yeah anything that you like to do for celebrating and bringing that energy in i know that i spent the summer solstice with you so i like to do something similar i think uh being able to sit down with your friends over food and drink and being able to share in what were the greater lessons that you had learned during the previous season taking time to acknowledge all the moments and appreciating that and having gratitude around that maybe lighting a candle and just honoring your ancestors and your entire process throughout the season is uh, the way i celebrate it just putting that intention out there blowing blessings for the season community is important to me um, I think planting seeds, you said that kind of just sparked an idea of like, how cool would it be to just have a little gathering with your close loved ones to pot up some little house plants? You know, <laughs> why not make some cuttings off of those spider plants to have all these babies running around the house and, yeah. and, and gift them to friends and, and put our, our love and thoughts and prayers for, like I said, each other for the world right now. I think the earth can really use a lot of our intentional healing and loving support and what a great time to want to do something like that and get get your hands in the dirt, you know, plant How something. How very Virgo, too. Right? It's like perfect timing for it. Any Virgos <laughs> listening right now are like, yes, plant the plants, more plants. <laughs> yeah. You can never have too many house plants. We're going to need to do something like this. Definitely. And I'll just add to it. If you're trying to hone in a harvest, then you need to live in an, a state of abundance, right? Maybe you just want to have like a feast that day. Maybe you like fast all day. And then in that evening, you, you would just have this bountiful, beautiful feast and you just revel in this feeling of abundance and feed that out to the energy of the universe is like, I am abundant and choosing those affirmations as well and leaning into that language for yourself on the e equinox, waking up that morning and saying, I am abundant. Hmm. I, I am abundant with love, with success, with joy, with goodness, with sincerity, hmm. with gifts to share with the world and just you know leaning into that and also i think i'm a fire sign so i'm like let's burn some shit <laughs> 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 gotta have some candles up in here some incense um and and yeah I, I, we're all very social people so i think gathering is always a, a good way to celebrate 23rd right september 23rd september 23rd that's also we uh we change and go into libra yeah mm. yes we do so hey even more more changing energies more That's things right. to look at 
life is all about balance. Oh, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> Paying attention to it all. Yeah. <laughs> we do end the month with a new moon in Libra. Mm. And Venus is also going to be in Libra forming a sextile to Jupiter, which is going to be in Sagittarius. So that's a similar Venus and, and Libra are homies. Jupiter and Sagittarius are homies. And they are forming a sextile, which is similar to a trine. It's a very positive aspect. So it's going to be an energetically positive day to, again, plant seeds. That's what the new moon's all about. What do you want to grow? Where do you want to Virgo? (laughs) (laughs) I had to say it. Um, (laughs) I'm glad you did. Although we're in Libra season now, so I'm like, I don't have a pun for Libra, do I? Uh, Not yet. Not yet. I'll post it in the captions if I come up with anything tasty. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be thinking. I'll be brainstorming myself. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so ending the month with a new moon is, I think that's interesting. It is. Because, I mean, to all end is a new beginning. And to everything that is newly beginning, there's something else ending. So that says a lot about just the way that month is going to end, quite honestly. I think it's... And leaning into that air. We don't have to... we've, We've laid down all the roots. We've figured out where we're going. We've channeled in that Virgo energy and now we need to let go and let it be what it is and and find balance and the beauty and the madness and finding trust in the uh, contracting and expansion of what we're doing you know month in month out season in season out change is inevitable and we go through these periods of going inward to be able to go outward that much more authentically with ourselves so honoring that process wherever we are whenever we're realizing Mm. it's the balance And we didn't go over all the many, many aspects that are happening in this month, but just taking a high level look at it, I can tell you it is a month of taking action. Mm. It is not a month to sit around. If you have introverted moments or you need to like have that introspective time, you should carve that time out, but don't make excuses. No, I think it's so, so important to lean into your power right now and to recognize your power. I think it would be great if every day you started just telling yourself, I'm powerful. And if you want more than that, then you can follow Affirmation Destination Mm -hmm. because we're running a 30-day affirmation challenge and it will help you change the way you talk to yourself. And if you change the way that you talk to yourself, you will change the vibration that you put out into the world and that will literally change the world. And w- the world needs change. Mm-hmm. The themes that I'm seeing for the month of September are around action, expansion, and change. Hmm. And embracing all of that. Mm. And letting go of resistance because resistance is a blockage. And resistance will block abundance and joy. Mm-hmm. And you deserve abundance and joy. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Powerful. Yeah. I love that. Do you guys have anything else to add? Yeah. What are you so full of? (laughs) (laughs) What are you so full of today? I am so full of joy. Hmm. Joy. I'm really working on choosing joy. Believing and leaning into the reality that joy is my birthright and it's everyone's right. Even if you fucked up and you made mistakes, whatever you've quote done or said, you actually still deserve joy and joy is still accessible to you and i think that's something that i'm focusing on filling my soul with maybe my soul isn't full of it yet it's probably more so full of sarcasm (laughs) (laughs) and puns and really bad dad jokes but hey humor helps us you know to heal a lot so i love that you're so full of all those things we uh we need that right now what about you guys 
What are you so full of? Leave us with some insight. I have to say, um, so full of curiosity at the moment. Mm. Curiosity is keeping me very aware of what excites me, what, what I am growing, outgrowing at this point. Um, so to be able to remain curious of what comes ahead, I think is a beautiful thing. It's allowing to embrace the unknown and the uncertainty where, you know, there's times where you want to know it all. You want to figure it out. You want to know whether this decision is safe or whether you doing this is going to work out. But I think remaining curious is uh, kind of important for me at the moment right now. And it's allowing for there to be more joy mm. because I'm letting go of this need of control, which mm. is freaking really hard if anyone actually knows me. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Uni? I'm so full of gratitude because uh, for the first time and I think a long time, maybe the whole summer, I feel very grounded. I feel like a lot of things are working in my favor. I feel like I'm actually at a place where I can expand myself and uh, it's reflected back at me by the people in my life. And I think that's a really beautiful thing because it just shows how when everybody rises to the occasion and comes like forward authentically, that emanates some sort of ripple outwards and it just trickles down to everyone that comes into contact with you. And that's what I'm really full, soul full of I gratitude. Awesome. The attitude for prosperity and abundance. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you loved it, let us know. If you didn't, I don't know why you're still listening. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. But yeah, feel free to shoot us any, you know, feedback. We have an Instagram at so full of it. And if you want to hear more of this segment, you want us to do it again and keep repeating it for the months that are coming ahead. Let us know. We, we love that feedback and, then we know what we're doing well and, and where we can improve because we're all just constantly evolving. Awesome. Beautiful. Much love. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening. Ciao.